ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence Podcast. Yes, sir. As always, I'm Big Cash. I'm that guy, PM. And this is uh, episode 132. 132. 132. Yes, sir. I'm all right with that. Um, how you doing, my brother? I'm all right, other than this tooth fucking with me, as usual. It's always something. Always something. It's every week is something fucking with me. It's just like it never stops. It's never. It seems to be a running. I be cool to I'm on my way, and then something just like my eye. Yeah, like what the fuck? Yeah, my eye has been. The air is fucked up. It's starting to calm down now. Yeah, my eyes are starting to go back to normal now. Because I had to buy uh, eye drops for the first time ever in my life this year. Yeah, no, because you do some of mine. Yeah, yeah, I use yours at that event because the air was just fucking with my. That's it, red right now. Right now, yeah. Doesn't make me think about it. <laughs> One day, one guy asked me if I smoke. You know, I ain't never smoked. So I, like, I said, I should that bad. <laughs> I was gonna say something earlier. I just thought maybe you got up. Nah. <laughs> Then you was like, yeah, I've been up all day. I'm like, well, shit, why is that like that? Man, it's the air. That's the air. It's that bullshit from them out uh, the wildfires. Yeah, yeah. And that shit coming down out of the atmosphere. Fucking me up. Coughing up shit I had read all the goddamn time. Yes, sir. We got an RIP this week. Who? Uh, my dude from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andre Bauer. Brock Bauer. The chief. He died? Yeah. Lung cancer. Oh, it does not say. It does not say on here. I had heard a while back he was battling cancer because he's he's that guy. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. But yeah, he was 61. He died Monday. He's still young. Yeah. That ain't ain't old enough. Andre Brower. Rest in peace, man. Man's a legend. He's hilarious to be on the show. Like, even just not the funny, uh, like, he used to be on a show called Homicide. Yeah, that's what they was just saying. I'm back in order, I just <laughs> deleted it. It was like the 90s, I think. Yeah. It was like a Law & Order type British type show. And that was one of the first times I remember seeing him. That's when I like, remember seeing him. I didn't know he was funny. Yeah, I know because he was funny. Neither did Brooklyn Because when they come out with serious roles like that, you don't see them in nothing else because that's what they always mm-hmm. play. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I never knew he was a uh, comedian Comedically was, funny until he was on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Hilarious in that shit. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Damn, that's, that's crucial. Let me see. I'm trying to find. I had no RPs. This don't mean this. This story I don't know the way. So I go ahead and get out the way first. I just thought this nigga's mugshot was hilarious. Who that? Man, the nigga look like he's trying to get another actor role. Uh, <laughs> what's his real name? Darius McCray. Uh, Eddie Winslow. Oh, Eddie Winslow? The one that fucked Sydney Stark? He ain't fuck Sydney Stark. I don't know. They cast and shit. I might as well. <laughs> he ain't fuck Sydney Stark. He used to be married <laughs> to Superhead, though. Yeah. I remember that. That's the one he had the, the, the girl by, right? I think so. That has all the little problems with the so. custody battle and all yeah. that. But he just got locked up again for failure to pay child support. God damn. You know that's not funny and nothing like that, so I'm not going to laugh at my nigga. But look at this nigga's mugshot. Shit. This nigga is. Look at that smile. He's like a wolf. This nigga look like he's trying to get another job. 
Ain't no way I'm guys be nervous. And I look at it as I go to jail. That nigga look hungry like a wolf. Yeah. Like a predator. He do. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, who smiles when he's in jail? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a cheese. It ain't. It's a nigga. That's what I'm saying. It's he a, got dairy behind that, nigga. <laughs> Ain't the way How much was he behind? They ain't I don't even know. This is, I guess, second or third time he locked up for it. Damn, man, she's on his ass. You know, if he was making, if it happened while he was making similar type of money, good. You know, that's a fluctuating business. He's, he's only, not a top tier actor. So. Not anymore, no. The only thing I remember in as far as movie wise was Next Day Air. Yeah, he was in that. Hey, wasn't he the young dude? When he was younger, before, way before Family Matters, it was a movie, I think, that he was in with a little white boy. Yeah. Uh, they were driving a car. Some the racist shit. Uh, they were racing? Racist. Oh, I don't remember. It was like some Mississippi Burning type shit. Because um, <clears throat> they was talking about him being like a serious actor and ended up on Family Matters. Yeah. On like some comedic shit. And that was the first little comedy shit he'd ever did. Okay. Okay, what's the name of that movie? Trying to figure it out now. He was that was my shit. Uh, yeah, that was my shit. They were driving cars and shit. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, he, uh... What's the... What was the name of that fucking movie? It's only a, a movie I remember he did as an adult. His next day here. I know, he's been in a bunch of Tubi shit. Oh, he's he just, on Tubi? He just started a Tubi he's shit the, on some, uh, uh, He's the Clifton Powell of Tubi. He, Tubi. Was, he just started some Tubi shit on like some stalker ex-boyfriend type shit. He oh, just shit. like literally like he better 2023 go, type shit. He better go to the D and get with murder. Yeah, he better. He was in Mississippi burning when he was a kid kid. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know about yeah, next day here. There's only two movies that came out? No, no, no. <laughs> a lot of shit. Okay. I'm just looking for what you might have been talking about. I can't remember the name of it. Kids in the Woods. That's what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Are they driving the cars around the street? Yeah. 96. Damn. Yeah. It's got to be about the year. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was later than that. Mm-mm. He was on some shit called Park Day in 98. I know that ain't what you're talking about. Nah, nah. He was young. This is Kids in the Woods shit. Because he was in Mississippi Burning as a kid, kid, kid. He was in Mississippi Burning in um, 88. Oh, shit. He was probably like Richie's age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. That little dude didn't age well either. And no, I'm wrong. It wasn't. Uh, uh, that ain't the one you was talking about. The one you was talking about was in 87. It was called Big Shots. Big Shots. There we go. Yeah. I was like, I don't think it was Kids in the Woods, My but bad. you got the information right there. It's, it's Big Shots. <laughs> it was in 87. Yep, because he did it He did it right before Mississippi Burning. Okay. Yeah, that was my shit. I like that. I might look that up on YouTube. Tonight. Yeah, because he got on. He got on right now. Family Matters in 89. He had just came off of Mississippi Burning. As they're saying, like his, he had just came off of like a theatrical role. And then go straight to Family Matters. Yeah. Where Jaleel White takes over and punks everybody for some reason and kicks Jamie Foxworthy off the show. Yeah. And, you know, she goes, does porn. Does porn. Mess up her life. Yeah. 
like Saturday. She went got her cheeks done numerous occasions. Well, at least she didn't do like uh, Maya Campbell. She Maya Campbell strung out on some shit. Yeah, that's what she I'm saying. She fucked up. She fucked up. I remember I went, I went and watched uh, when I doubled back and realized that Jamie, whatever chick, had done porn. Mm. I looked up her porn name and I went and found some of them movies. Like, all her scenes were condom scenes. And now I don't watch condom scenes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she said, this is that good Hollywood pussy. Yeah. You gonna wear a condom. I don't watch condom scenes, man. That is the most unsexy thing ever. <laughs> first of all, I don't watch. I said it on it's here not educational. Times. Well, first of all, I said it on here numerous times. I don't watch uh, guy girl porn. I right. watch strictly lesbian porn. So even if I'm gonna take some time <laughs> on my day to watch some guy girl porn, they ain't gonna be no motherfucker. So you got to be skin to skin, skin to skin. We all in. <laughs> Gotta use a rubber. I cannot be your lover. <laughs> ain't nobody ever fell in love with nobody behind no goddamn common sex. It ain't never happened. I'm mad that you took oh, TLC and <laughs> flipped it around and the right way. TLC and the Spice Girls. Yeah, mixed it all up. It all. <laughs> made, made it the right way because they fucked it up. <laughs> ain't nobody ever fell in love. But I had no motherfucking kind of sex. It ain't never happened. I tell you where they should have had it. A fucking dumb. Should have had it on the Whitakers. The Whitakers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, them up in the woods. <laughs> they needed prophylactics. They needed it, man. Yeah, they needed prophylactics. They got that motherfuckers had 16 retarded motherfuckers. Retarded ass, inbred ass babies. And I don't feel bad for saying that word either because I didn't watch too much YouTube shit. They say that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't changing that. We know. <laughs> we ain't blanking it out or nothing. That's it. It's hardly been universal. It's special, motherfuckers. But I gotta, I gotta uh, jump off with a with a win loss, man. Yeah, listen to this shit. Cause I'm mad for this motherfucker. Actually, I'm kind of mad for the uh, the person who got the ticket because they're done. What? <laughs> a lottery winner. Loses prize after accidentally sharing pictures of scratch, sharing a pic of the scratch off on social media. Oh no! Yeah, this happened here. Here, an Indiana woman's luck fell short after accidentally posting about her lottery win on social media. Drina Harris, she bought a Louis lottery scratch off card and learned she won five hundred. So she posted this shit on Facebook because she yeah I won. You know what I mean? Yeah. Says another Facebook user took a screenshot of the post and used the photo to scan at a store clerk. Uh, it, uh, oh, used used a photo to scam a store clerk into giving them the prize money. I won it, but I lost it. I yeah. won it, but I lost my ticket. See, look right here. I took a picture of it, and of course, it's going to scan. Because mm-hmm. after learning the barcodes on there, learning, after learning about her mistake, she attempted to contact the state lottery commission, but she was told it was too late. Yeah, it's your bad dummy. Everything <laughs> after social media. And they they re- reportedly refused to pay another $500. So the scam wouldn't be able to work if her lottery win was more than 600 because mm-hmm. you got to go down to the office. But 500 they can cash you at the store. If they want to. And buddy did it for and, Yeah. And it says, ordinarily, if she would have acted quickly and came in sooner and soon after, we would have possibly obtained evidence. But the retailer... Where it was cash had not been a retailer for two months, so it was a decision that we enjoy 
it's not a decision that we enjoy, but we can't pay something twice. And this is the commissioner uh, of the uh, Hoosier Lottery. Yeah, that's her fault, man. Yeah. People that that do shit like post vacate, post pictures when they're on vacation. Yeah. So, so that means you tell them niggas that you're not home. That you're not home right now. People who post shit and put their location on it. People that post shit with their address and shit when they, you know, that's how like a lot of oh niggas on YouTube and should be getting jammed up all the time. Niggas be posting packages they got in the mail and niggas mm-hmm. zoom in and see the oh yeah, on the you can read something so well. I, I do take a little swipe to the camera, pause. They said that's how uh, they figured out where the nigga Pop Smoke was at. Oh, for real? It was because uh, he was like a like a rental, uh, you know, he rented a mansion because he was out in L.A. Okay, and. I don't think niggas be realizing like this is foreign to you and it's yeah. up in the hills and all this shit. Niggas know exactly where these houses are. Hell yeah. Hood niggas be coming to parties up there. They be nigga that ain't no goddamn it ain't no crazy distance. Nah, there ain't nothing for no motherfucker to come get you. I mean you think about it like like even here. Bro, we on the far east side. The the big deal in this city is guys. Guys 17 minutes from this house. Right. Almost anywhere in Geist is 17 minutes from this house. Yeah. <laughs> and get right up there to you if I need to. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not far enough to be safe. So that it's shit like, needs to uh, protect that shit. It's like what? Be nasty. Put a picture up on uh, on Facebook and say, where am I? And everybody got it. Yeah. You on the far east side off of such and such and such and such shaving. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you know yeah. So niggas need to be so then that was her bad. Now that was her bad. I don't Dumb feel ass. bad for her. I don't feel bad for her at all. Yeah. Like a lot of people said. She went and took that shit in early. You should have been worried about cashing instead of posting on goddamn social media. You should have just posted, I won the lottery. That's it. Man, went on about her business. But nope. Had to brag about it. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what happens to motherfuckers, man. Yeah. It's running off to the great beyond. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I'll tell you who's having a good day because of social media. My nigga Project Pack. Yeah, I just got. I just became friends with him on TikTok. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, he's seeing a meteoric rise and some sales of a very old album. Which courtesy, one? Courtesy of King James, Mr. LeBron. Oh, what album? Uh, Mr. Dunplay. That's the best one. LeBron James. That's the best one. Le- LeBron James randomly posted. Oh, my bad, John. LeBron James randomly posted on his uh on his uh, Instagram the other day mm. the screenshot, and he was listening to it, and he put, "Man, this is one of the coldest albums ever. Been my favorite since I was a kid." Yeah, this nigga was really in his bag on this one, and you know the type of reach and fan base LeBron has. My a lot of them is back. too young to even know the fuck Project Pat is. I know. And now they got David on Apple Music and shit streaming the shit out of that music. And once they realize a lot of his songs have been sampled by a lot of these new rappers now, they be like, oh, this is where they got this shit from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mr. Don't Play is the artist, so. Yes, it is. Uh, so Project Pat is, is enjoying. That's one of the ones. You can just let it play. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what James said on the thing. Just Front to back. Just let it ride. Just let it ride, man. Got all type of shit for you on there. 
that that motherfucker right. That's one of my albums choice when I was when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it oh one? Yeah. Came out yeah. about the spring or the summer of 01. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's, about, that's about right. I can't, I, I don't really know. You know how niggas got bootlegs yeah. back then. That's when they first started doing the lime wire and all that shit. So. That's around the time because I, uh, I had it because I was a, uh, was a Rock and Billies okay. monster. Like I, between Rock and Billies and in that time frame. What a karma? No, I never, I never, man. I used to go there when I was a kid, like younger. Mm-hmm. But like when I was driving around, I would go to Rockin' Billies on Keystone. Cause you know, Rockin' Billies used to put uh, the No Limit CDs out a week before time. That Friday before the Tuesday. Yeah, that's how Barry's did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to go to both Barry's, the one on Tenth Street and the one on the South Side. Yeah, I've been to Barry's a couple times, but Rockin' Billies was my spot. That you remember back in the day. They opened up Naptown Music right here on Franklin. That's where I found out about uh, CCA. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Franklin? Yeah. What do you mean on Post? They had one on Post. Okay. And then they had one on 42nd of Franklin. I never thought that where Chase and all that is. It's like a boot store now, the spot where it used to be. Yeah, I never knew about that one. They crossed street from Churchill Ranch. We used to always go to that one. Yeah, that, that one was, that's that. That's the one where I met Be Nasty at. Okay. I ain't know who Be Nasty was. And this was back when he was getting that little raggedy Nissan Max. Yeah. And he was bringing his tapes to that motherfucker. Tapes and the CDs out of I had been buying them motherfuckers like on the street. And yeah. I was, I seen them bring them. I was like, nigga, you be nasty. Nigga, let me get some shit from you. Nigga. Like, <laughs> we get some money directly in your pocket. Yeah, I got my shit from As far as mixtapes and shit. And that, that one that you're talking about, that was Midtown music. Midtown, my bad. Yeah, that was Midtown music. Because there was one there, and then there was one uh, by the fairgrounds in that little bitty ass building. 38th Street? Across from the Domino's. Yep. Wow. Yep. You took it back. I yeah. Wow. <laughs> what is that building now? <laughs> I don't know. But that was the Midtown Music. Wow. <laughs> I forgot all that. I used to want to go in there. I never went in. That was the Midtown Music. Damn. See, I tell you some funny shit about all that back then, right? So back then, I wasn't driving around and shit. Yeah. But my daddy is my guy. Like, my daddy had me riding around listening to Tupac in 95, 94, <laughs> 95. And everybody know my daddy white. That big, giant white man look like Larry Bird. They get his nigga with. And every weekend... He would pick me up, you know, your mom's a split. Right. He would pick me up in our first run straight to Rockin' Billy's. And he would buy me whatever was new and coming out. I had like a, a three CD max at Rockin' Billy's as a kid. I could buy whatever new little shit was coming out. Whatever. And he knows back when it was like $20. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Was, I, I, if it was something that was already out. I used to take my ass to Best Buy for the nine ninety nine. This was, I know. This was, this, I go to Rockin' Billy's for the brand new That's shit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If the shit was already out, you know, my daddy, uh, my father's retired military. Right. So if the shit was already out, there was a record store on, on, on the fort over oh, by the PX. Yeah. And we go in there and I get my shit that was already out. I feel you. Like if I just wanted some shit that had been out for a while, I'd go in there. But, but new shit, we go to Rockin' Billy's. Right. And we get in the car. And we ride, and we listen to whatever I bought new. And if it was hard, when we got to my daddy house, he would tell me to go in the house and, and dub him a, dub him a, a, a cassette. <laughs> you know, he had the blank tapes in there. Yeah. And they get, 
I go in that motherfucker, dub the cassette from the CD, <laughs> fold out the shit, write the track list on their form, write the name <laughs> on the back, nigga, and probably will keep the cassettes in his truck. <laughs> if it, and that's how I do if he didn't fuck with something. We get to the house, if he didn't say nothing, he ain't like none of that shit we just listened to. <laughs> we, we get to the house, he's like, them two right there. Give me a cassette. <laughs> but I said that to say, Pops would take me anywhere to buy music. Mm. Nigga, we we was he, we was at Rockin' Billy's, Berries, Midtown, and that little bitty ass building, IRC, not the one in Castleton that everybody remember. Nigga, the hood one. What was that? What the fuck was IRC? That West somewhere because that one. Remember the first time I went to that one in Castle, and I was like, "This is trash. Like this, is, this ain't what I'm talking about." Now <laughs> <laughs> the place I ever fucked with was Best Buy and Berries. I never bought nothing from Rock and Billy's. They was always too high. Yep. That's what me and Berries always had a deal. Like even with their new shit, especially No Limit, it'd be mm-hmm. like nine ninety nine. I think the most expensive thing I bought from Berries was a uh, eight ball loss. That was like a double CD, so I think yep. they charged like nine CD, nineteen, eighteen dollars for it. I got like the eight ball loss. We was at a, uh, it came out, and I was with my dad at a like a version of Edinburgh, but it was in Tennessee. Okay, and there was a record store there, <laughs> and it had just came out. And and like, shit, you in Tennessee? Yeah, <laughs> so they're definitely gonna push it down. There. Yeah, and I used to go. And I used to go back and forth to Cali a lot as a kid and as an adult. And as a kid, my grandma, now that I think back, my people was crazy. They shouldn't have been buying me half that shit, but uh, it's a really big record. I don't know if it's still there because, you know, it's a dying industry. But uh, there's a giant record store out in Cali called Rasputin. Mm-hmm. And nigga, that's where I got like all the shit nobody had ever heard about, like the the old No Limit shit yeah. when he was in the Bay Area, ninety nine ways that's, to that's die. Where he pushed a lot of this shit from. That's where I got all I brought some of that shit back here. Niggas was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "Nigga, no first No Limit, nigga." Like, yeah, all my two short shit, all E forty shit that nobody had ever heard of because it was I'm out there. I mean, I had so much of that shit. I remember I used to. Uh, I used to put my cousins and shit down there in Cali on a lot of the DJs here. Because yeah, from what I it. understand, from what I've gathered through my travels, a, a lot of motherfuckers ain't DJing the way we DJ. No, nah, they, didn't, they didn't blend it. Yeah. I found that out when I went down to, uh, when I went to uh, Denver. Uh, it was just niggas doing that New York shit, putting songs on song, the CD and yeah. yelling over them. That's it. Uh, maybe a little scratch be, in there. It'd be a compilation of songs. Yeah. The shit blended in or a track over the, the, the song or whatever. Um, that's how uh, 3 Six Mafia ended up doing it from mm-hmm. uh, DJ Black. Yeah. I said, nigga, I remember I was down in Cali and I had took a, uh, his name was DJ Unknown. And he had made a Cash Money versus No Limit uh, mixtape, double double cassette, two two cassettes. Nigga, they was down there like, what the fuck is this? This nigga is hard, nigga. 
they was man, I made so many copies of that motherfucker while I was down there for my cousins and them. I tell you the one that, that kinda of threw me off was uh was around probably like I wanna say ninety nine, ninety-eight. And my nigga Devon, he would always listen to DJ Screw. Mm-hmm. And you know, like it really wasn't popular back then yep. until like the two thousands, but this is, you know, a couple years before. We was listening to it up here. Uh, not to cut you off, man. I was in Twitter around that same time because I had a little a cousin from Texas mm-hmm. that came up here to visit. And he brought, he, brought, he brought a bunch of it with him. Yeah. That was the same thing. I don't know if it was the same thing with Devon, but I know he had a whole bunch of screw shit. But uh, we fucked around and um, my other homeboy, his mom took us to, uh, to Universal Studios in Orlando. And, you know, they got the record shops all over International Drive and all yeah. that. And so we go in there, and their version of Screw was totally different. Yeah. All it was, it was, like, sped up, like, point eight. So it was four much shit. Not so much a chipmunk, but it was fast. Yeah. And, but it wasn't mixed with nothing. It was just fast. I was just like, what kind of shit did they We call it Screw Music. I'm like, this ain't Screw Music. Yeah. This is some bullshit. Yeah, some, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. BS, nigga. But yeah, it, 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 it's weird how it changes uh, culturally from where you you know go from your area to another area. Yeah, you know, that shit up there, they're all blended now, courtesy of the internet. Yeah, but a lot of shit like I know, like Texas, they still keep a nice same flavor. Yeah, right? the West Coast still keep their same flavor. But a lot of that shit is all just blended up now. Yeah, it is. You see the boys back there. Oh. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I tell you, he was going through some bullshit though. Who that? Cameron. I just seen him on something with Mace. You didn't, you didn't see that show? Nah. They got a podcast, a sports podcast. It's fucking hilarious. It is what it is, or something like that. And uh, but they were talking about some relationship shit. Yeah, one time. they be on there just talking. And about Mace shit. was just like, you know, when the dude in the camera I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> each other because you know them niggas was like the bestest of friends and then they fell out and they've been not liking each other for the last 25 years didn't know that and then they just made back up and <laughs> got back cool again and then they started uh Cameron had actually started that show yeah. and then Mace was like well let's just do it let's let's need some more money let's do it so they became co-partners they did so you if you watch it you're literally watching two niggas who were like the best friends in the world for half their life who fell out and didn't talk to each other for 15 years becoming extremely cool best friends again and it's fucking hilarious because the niggas is idiots it's called what Uh, it is what it is or something like that Uh, I forgot but it's, it's hard and it's set up like ESPN or something, but them niggas is just yeah. like, That's what it's the girl in the middle, she yeah. be kind of mediating them, and them two be talking, <laughs> and they be on there talking sports. Yeah. And it meant hilarious. I think I caught like a TikTok of it, or a reel. Somebody put something up. When I say fucking hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. But what's going on with him ain't hilarious. He just lost a lawsuit. Because he used his own picture to sell merchandise. The, who, I, the who, iconic. Who owns his image? 
that his image with this particular image, the photographer owns it. Oh. It's the, the iconic one where he got all the pink on, he yeah. got the tape next tail, and he used that picture of himself and put it on some merch and sold it. Turns out the photographer owns the pick and has copyrighted it. Turned it into an NFT. He copyrighted it. So Cameron has lost a copyright infringement lawsuit against the photographer and is being forced to pay sixty seven thousand plus ten thousand legal fees for using his own two thousand three picture of himself on his merchandise. Nasty. Nasty work. No Vaseline. No Vaseline. Carolina Dipset clothing line ignored multiple infringement warnings and never responded to the lawsuit outright. Now, uh, the lawyer's name is, I mean, the photographer's name is Solomon Cochran. Cochran seeks da 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 Not only that, but she wants <coughs> to audit Killer Cam's brand for all the merch with this picture to see how much more he actually owes her. Because when she took the picture for whatever she took it for and put it wherever she put it, she copyrighted it back in like 0304. Smart. So when you went, yeah. Smart. That's capitalism, baby. Yeah, because it wasn't like it was it wasn't like it was his picture that he took, like she took this picture of him yeah. for the fuck of it. Or as a photo <laughs> shoot or something like she she took it. However she took it. However she took it. She, she copyrighted it. She's 20 years ago. Smart than a motherfucker. And he just wants to go back and use that specific picture. Well, because it's, it's a, it's, you know, it's, I think it ended up being used somewhere else. And that's the reason why she copyrighted it. Because, like, she knew she was going to be able to make some money. Mm-hmm. That's smart. So then when he went to go <laughs> do it. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, Fucked up what we can do in this world. Man. Ain't it? Especially over money. And take a picture of a nigga and make it yours. Yeah, this one is, uh, we're talking about money. This is pay to stay. Uh oh. A black woman. Not pay to play. Pay to stay. Pay to stay, yeah. Black woman is suing Colorado, uh, Colorado's Chili's after being forced to pay up front. Chili's, baby, baby, A black woman in Colorado is suing at Chili's in Denver. After being forced to pay up front for her family's meal at the dining establishment, uh, the restaurant allegedly refused. Yeah, they refused so you to need take. To be running out. <laughs> True. The, the restaurant allegedly refused to take Marquisha Futrell Smith and her family's order unless they paid first. Uh, this happened in April 30th of 2022, and Smith filed a federal discrimination lawsuit, lawsuit on November 28th in the state's capital. Because within the complaint, the woman detailed that she, her husband, and her two children were the only black patrons inside the restaurant when they sat down. Because upon looking over their menus, a manager stopped by their table to ask the family on how they would pay. So according to the document, the manager, said, hey, you have your take care the manager demanded that she provide a valid form of payment up front prior to taking her order if she wished to dine at the, at the restaurant. Their reasoning, as stated in the complaint, was that the woman skipped out on her last meal at the establishment. Oh. Mm. Oh, she got a history. Mm-hmm. That the woman was a freaking customer of the Denver location as well, 
with the lawsuit stating that the woman was frustrated, angry, embarrassed, and humiliated by the incident. Uh, the complaint also cite, also detailed that the Chili's has no policy in place that demanded upfront payment from customers who had not paid for meals before, stating that the request violated the state's discrimination law. Uh, the incident is called Mrs. Futrell immense anxiety and fear that when she enters a store or a restaurant, she would be falsely accused of shoplifting a thievery. But bitch, you did it already. That's what I was about to say. I was feeling so sorry for her. I did too. Until I realized that, this, this, that you were a habitual lying crosser. Yeah, she would be uh, she would be falsely accused of shoplifting or thievery solely due to her African American race. Just because you've done it. So, uh, she's genuinely fearful that similar discriminations will occur to her and her children in the future based on her African American race. Uh, a Chile spokesperson released a statement on fostering on fostering an inclusive environment at the restaurants, but refused to comment further on specific on the specific matter. Uh, Futrell seeking compensatory, compens, yeah, compensatory damages as well as additional damages to determine to be determined at the trial. Oh. So, yeah, you did this shit before. What yeah. you expect? They got your face, likeness, and everything. It's because we're black. No, it's because you're a fucking thief. You lucky they didn't call the goddamn laws on you. You know what I mean? For the last time you did the shit. You're a fucking thief. I was sitting there feeling bad, like you said. Feeling all types of bad for this raggedy hell. You know, I don't read the shit like that, so. She can go to hell. Um, Oh, burn hell. I almost wanted to make it black excellence, but I decided not to. I just think it's dope. All right. husband, wife, shit. Uh. Reportedly, Russell Wilson, the quarterback, hmm? who is married to Sierra. Yeah. Reportedly, for Christmas. Future's wife. Future's baby mama. <laughs> His wife. Reportedly, for Christmas, <laughs> uh, he bought all our masters for her. Hmm. And gave them to her. He was a good nigga. Yeah. Who was she through? I don't know. Uh, well, I do know. Uh, it was Atlantic, I believe. Okay. And she was through Atlantic, through uh, Jazzy Faye's implant. The fuck happened? I ain't heard that name in forever. He, he still do his thing. I mean, but Jazzy Fizzle. Yeah, he's still, I don't he hear that no more. He just do his thing in the background. Shit, I ain't heard he that just name did, um, <clears throat> He just on there talking about all the shit he got going on now. He just... He just did a bunch of the shit we hear on the radio. Um, he just not putting his tag on it no more because... I don't just radio. Well, <laughs> he's not, he, he not putting his tag on it no more because, you know, people just kind of get sick of hearing, the shit. hearing you. Yeah. And it don't even be... Yeah, don't that, be, just as soon as you say your name, Cliff. Like, ah, as soon as I hear Drake, next time. Same shit happened to DJ Mustard. Mustard on the beat. And now that nigga doing all types of shit and he's you just not putting it. mustard on the beat. <laughs> So niggas is getting them tags out of here. But now he was on, you know, um, Tank and Jay Valentine got a real good podcast called the R&B Money Podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was on there talking about just the extent of his music career mm-hmm. since forever to now and everything he got going on. That's what's up. And it was, yeah. And he's a, he's a writer and a producer. So he's, oh, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's really that guy. So he, but he was, I know she. He the one that found her. Hmm. So she, she was. But yeah, he bought. He bought all of her masters, and then 
provided the funding to kick off her own record label. Oh, that's gonna be dope. Yeah. That's gonna be dope in the motherfucker. So that's just some good nigga shit. Shout to Russell Wilson for being a good nigga. Yeah, I mean, he's out of losses. They take him. He might as well do something positive. Yeah, he's done. They really need to go ahead and get that nigga out of there. I'm mad that he's on Denver, man. That's one of my teams. Yeah, they really need to go ahead and get that nigga out of there, man. Uh-huh. Go on, get that nigga out of there, buddy. That's crazy. All right. I got a crazy one, though. I'm listening. No medical card. Okay. I'm not going to believe this shit. Listen. The state of Oklahoma wants to prosecute a woman who took edibles because her fetus didn't have a medical marijuana card. Yeah, you heard me correctly. Uh, so on Thursday, pregnancy justice filed a lawsuit asking the Oklahoma Supreme Court to stop prosecutors from charging pregnant people in the state with felony child neglect for using medical marijuana, a legal medication, during president pregnancy. It says, uh, since 2020, 2018... Oh, they done found a loophole to charge people. Mm-hmm. Since 2018, oh. when the state voted to legalize marijuana use, Oklahoma has charged dozens of women with child neglect oh. for marijuana use during pregnancy. In 17 of these cases, the women were prosecuted even though they had medical marijuana licenses. Baby ain't got a license. Felony, felony child neglect carries charges carry a maximum sent, uh, sentence of life in prison in Baby Oklahoma. Baby ain't got a it says, according to pregnancy uh, justice suit, an Oklahoma mother named Brittany Guns Brittany gave birth <laughs> gave birth to a healthy baby in October 2020, but because Brittany uh, Brittany's infant tested positive for traces of marijuana, uh, the district attorney of Comanche in Cotton Counties in Oklahoma charged Brittany with felony child neglect in May of 2021. Mm. This is despite her having a valid medical marijuana license and an Oklahoma Department of Human Services investigation, which found the allegation of child neglect against her to be unsubstantial, unsubstantiated. Uh, child welfare workers said her home was safe and loving for her child, yet the uh, prosecutor uh, pressed on in his case against her, now set to go to trial in January for a bogus reason that pregnancy justice highlights in the lawsuit when she used marijuana in the form of edibles and salves, whatever the fuck that is, while she was pregnant. Edibles and what? Salves. S-A-L-V-E-S. Now, maybe it's that tinture shit. I don't know. I might even try it. Uh, it says her then fetus did not have its own state license to use medical marijuana. Wow. And shit, uh, S A hold on, let me find it. S A L V E S. It says uh, she really faces felony charges because her fetus did not have a medical marijuana license. Ointment. Oh, wait, that's what it is. Like like a CBD like, ointment. Okay. She's using that shit for her joints and shit. Yeah, probably her stomach too. Yeah. I'm stretching out. Said that because of this, she could face life in prison. Solid uh, the local that uh, she could face what life in prison in Oklahoma. What the fuck? Uh, it says that local pros- prosecutors first made the argument at a hearing in Comanche County back in August, while medical experts have advised against marijuana. Blah blah. blah. I mean, I don't go into all that. Um, 
It doesn't say. You just keep talking about weed. God damn. Okay, so it's set to go to trial within weeks, so that's why we ain't hearing shit. Because it says trial in January. Yeah, so. So we're going to follow up on this one. It says it reflects the worst of legal experts' fears of a a post-Roe v. Wade world that would make all pregnancies subject to criminal suspension. Yeah. Suspicion. And in the timeline of uh, blah, 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 blah. Man, fuck all that. But, yeah. So it's, it's dirty work. It's very dirty work. It's dirty work. It's real dirty work. All the way. That's oh, no! What, what, what happened? Nothing, my bad. I'm watching, we're watching Family Feud in the back. And, uh, the girl was at 189. And her last question, she needed to get 11 points to win. Didn't get it. And she got three. Finished that with 192. Oh, shit. Raggedy Huffler. <laughs> terrible answers. <laughs> Raggedy Huffler. Terrible answers. Um, You remember the little girl that died and was in Chicago? Uh. Yeah, sure. No, no, no. The one that, that they found that ended up in the freezer. She was at like their party, and she wanted into the freezer, and they kept saying it was like that. The, the internet was saying people killed her, and it said that, but it's kind of just played out that she was just got loaded and like walked into a freezer and passed that, out and sleep. An industrial freezer? Yeah, she was at a hotel. Asian chick? No, a black girl. Uh, King King Kenika Jenkins. No, I don't remember this. Okay, uh, well she. Her family just got six point four million in a wrongful death suit. Who they sued? I think they sued those. We gotta find out. But this this happened back in two thousand seventeen. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, the family of the Kenyaka Kenyika Jenkins will receive a compensation of over six point four million as part of a wrongful death settlement on September tenth, two thousand seventeen. Jenkins was tragically discovered. Deceased in a walk-in freezer at a Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare Hotel in Rosemont. Her visit to the hotel had begun on the night of September 8th when she attended a private party in one of the hotel rooms. Subsequently, her mother initiated a wrongful death lawsuit against the hotel's parent company and the security firm and the restaurant. The lawsuit alleged negligence on the part of the staff asserting that they failed to secure the walk-in freezer and conduct a thorough search when Jenkins went missing because she went missing on like the 8th and they supposedly searched this hotel high and low and they had her on security camera because I remember that leaking on thing and they didn't find that girl in that freezer to the 10th. Damn. Yeah, so just and she. So you had two working days and two or two days of motherfuckers going into your freezer to get your shit. And I ain't find her to that. In August, a settlement a settlement agreement was reached, <clears throat> as indicated by court records. However, the details of the arrangement were not disclosed to the public until Tuesday, when the case was originally started slated for trial. The settlement overall value is ten million. Out of the sum of over three point five million, will be allocated to cover the legal fees of the family's attorney. Over six hundred thousand will be designated for covering Jenkins' funeral expenses, and the remaining will six point four will be divided amongst her mother and two other relatives that were in on the lawsuit. 
That's what's up. Yeah. Teresa uh, Martin, the mother, will receive over $3.7 million from the settlement. Additionally, two other relatives will receive $1.5 and $1.2. The circumstances surrounding the death spark controversy with friends and family members raising concerns about the possibility of foul play. The Cook County Medical Examiner Office classified her death as an accident. Her cause of death was determined to be uh, hypothermia resulting from exposure to cold conditions. Mm. Additionally, toxicology tests revealed the presence of alcohol and something I don't know about in her system, which were, were contributing factors. Basically, she got too loaded. Wandered off. Wandered off. That's what they're saying. It was supposed to be locked. It was supposed to. She wasn't supposed to have access to it. She just opened that motherfucker and went in it. But then, like, don't nobody do no sweeps or nothing? That's the the problem. That's why the lawsuit was won. I remember when it happened, man. It was a big deal. Like, they was accusing friends of killing her. For real? Yeah, it was a crazy, it was a crazy, it was a crazy thing when it happened. I remember that. Not that specific one, no. That was the one because the little girl, one friend, had posted something and she had sunglasses on. And you could see the, the dead girl in the reflection of her sunglasses. So you're like, well, when she posted this picture, she was still alive because you could see her in the sunglasses. And then, and then, and then yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a crazy time. That's fucked up. It was a crazy time. But yeah, people, people got their bad. Huh. Of course, that will never bring anyone back. But no. But I got my last current here. I got plenty of them. We took a break after yours, though. Uh, this is the home invader. This is a Pennsylvania woman sentenced for home invasion, biting two people, and killing a dog. Damn. Yeah, so what was she on? I don't know. Everything, apparently. In April, a 26-year-old Pennsylvania woman broke into a home, assaulted two people, and killed a family dog with a knife. She was sentenced, early, sentenced earlier on Tuesday. So, Brianna Englert, 26th of... Christ. What? Okay. She's 26th of Christ Lane, Lock Haven, was sentenced Tuesday morning on eight separate criminal offenses relating to the April home invasion. Um... Yeah, okay, it says, uh, Clayton County Court of Common Pleas Judge Michael F. Salisbury imposed sentences for one count of criminal trespass, uh, one count of terroristic threats, two counts of recklessly endangering another person, two counts of simple assault, one count of cruelty to animals, and one count of resisting arrest. In total, Salisbury imposed a 12-year maximum sentence uh, with her being Eligible for parole after three and a half years in state prison. Uh, Salisbury also eliminated any possibility of Englert qualifying for any of the early release programs offered by the state. (laughs) She was arrested by Pennsylvania State Police after she broke into a private residence in the late hours where the homeowners and a neighbor confronted her. Uh, She was believed to have been under the influence of controlled substances at the time. She attacked the homeowner's dog with a knife and bit two of the victims who required medical conditions at medical attention. Uh, immediately following the incident, the victim's dog suffered seizures and died a short time after. Jesus Christ. 
to that sentencing on Tuesday, District Attorney Dave Strauss argued for a lengthy term of incarceration for the maximum of 25 years. Jeez. Uh, Strauss said Miss English should thank her lucky stars that she will be that she is still alive, uh, still alive today, because in many other other homes in Clinton County that she would have broken to, she would have died that night. Uh, was that shit on? Yeah, he, uh, Strauss outlined that what he characterized to be a documentary history of violent criminal behavior by England and since 2019, result uh, refer, referencing to her two prior convictions for simple assault. At the time of, of the April home invasion, uh, she was actually on supervision with the Clinton County Adult Probation Department. Yeah. Uh, Strauss opposed any type of early release program eligibility for Angler and asked Southbury to make a clear statement with the sentence that home invasion and terrorizing innocent people could not would not would be dealt with severely by the courts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I ain't reading the rest of this shit. They just start talking in circles. Basically, she was wilding the fuck she out. Wilding the fuck out. And they about to put her ass on the cross. Yeah. I thought she was going to be a fecal at first. So I read a little bit into it. And I was like, nah, she's all right. She ain't that bad. She just bit them people. She just bit them people. She killed the dog because the dog tried to attack her. Yeah, you know. You know what I mean? She was biting. He was biting. <laughs> he, he, got the, he got the worst end of the deal. Yeah, yeah. He got the worst end of the deal, nigga. That's all. That's what happened. <laughs> My knees has got a bad end of the deal right now, so we're taking a break. Let's do it. Let's do it. Break time. We back at it. Uh, we back, and I want to talk about how violent dark skin niggas are. It's crazy. How violent dark skin yeah, niggas are. Yeah, darkies be on some bullshit. Hey. <laughs> They talk about light skinned niggas all day long, so I don't hear nothing about it. I can return the favor. They're going to be on pure bullshit. I'm talking, I'm talking about Draymond Green. Oh. I'm talking about him punching that motherfucking red jitsu karate chop, ear smacking that motherfucking English, that nigga from the wherever he's from. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No, I just seen a whole bunch of other shit that he didn't did. So have you seen his reels? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, this nigga is a terrorist. Yeah, I seen that. He should have played in the nineties. In the nineties. He should have played for the Pistons. Yep. He should have been right, right next to Bill and Beard beating up people. And Dennis Robin. Mm-hmm. But uh he smacked fire off that man. <laughs> Open tried, hand. Uh like a like a, it was like a chop. <laughs> like he was, he acted like he was selling a foul, so he like spun around. Yeah. But he spun around like smack fire the nigga. He hit the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got to see that there. And dude was like, I believe you, Draymond. But slow the video down. He said, as he's spinning, you can see him locate that man's head. Like he's spinning and you hey, see look him. <laughs> I used to get in trouble at karate tournaments. <laughs> With that being said, they have suspended Draymond Green indefinitely. Indefinitely? From the league. Uh, Did John Moran get to come back now? Draymond well, got to go. Draymond ain't got to go. He's not kicked out. He's, <laughs> they're putting together a package of stuff they want him to complete. Before he to, can come back? Yeah. 
He got to go to anger management. He got to do some shit like that. <laughs> That's why they're saying indefinitely. They're saying because if he don't cooperate, yeah, they're saying it's not just a game. Because <clears throat> you know he just got like ten games for stomping on that nigga chest a little while ago. I remember that. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, God damn! <laughs> He's like, like a defibrillator on his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he just got like five or ten games for that. So they like, nigga, we. We have to have you complete other shit before you can come back. <laughs> so right now, it's indefinitely because it kind of depends on how long it takes them, how long it takes them to come up with whatever they want Some him to do, program, yeah. and for him to complete it. You think he got a uh, he could beat up by his older cousins when he was younger? I think so. Something happened. Rasheed Wallace said it was him. <laughs> Rasheed Wallace said what? Rasheed Wallace said it's his fault the way Draymond is. Oh, yeah. They used to keep him in the, in the locker room and shit. He was a, what, he a ball boy? He was, Rasheed Wallace said, I think is when he played for Portland. Uh-huh. Said Draymond's best friend was the GM's son. Wow. So they were always... At the games and shit. At the games, Back, in the locker room. Practices. They were always so they, there. So, so that's, that, it fits then. He's Dre, seen all that shit. She Wallace said it on... He was just on... Um, I think he was on... Uh, Gilbert Arena's podcast when he said it. Right. He was like, nigga, it's my fault. He said him and like three other players. He was like... He saw all of that from us growing up. Like, that's what he saw. Yeah. And not on TV. In like, person. Live. He said, and not only did he see it, he was in the locker room when we was talking the way that nobody else gets to hear us talk. Yeah. <laughs> he heard shit. He heard niggas planning to do shit to niggas. Oh, they you because you know what I'm saying. You know, they was on bullshit back yeah, they then. They was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Rasheed Wallace said it was his fault. He like, he's like, it's, he's like, I blame him because he was around as a as a kid. Right. I said, nigga, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. He playing like his heroes. Yeah. Shit. He playing just like his motherfucking yeah, heroes. He karate chop the shit out that nigga, bro. <laughs> I'm talking about the dog fuck out of him. That's a word. Yeah. Golden State Warriors star Draymond Green has been suspended by the NBA <laughs> indefinitely. The news comes after Draymond was ejected Tuesday night for striking Yurkic, Yurcef, Nurkic, Nurkic, whatever, in the face. <laughs> the statement released by the NBA explains that Draymond's suspension will begin immediately and he will be required to meet certain league and team expectations and <laughs> conditions me. before he is able to return. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Draymond was on pure bullshit. I told a motherfucker the other day that the whole goddamn league better watch out because Draymond realistically probably got two, maybe three years left in the league. He's Uh, getting older. Yeah. And I just think this nigga got a hit list. I think he got a hit list. I think he got a list of motherfuckers he want to put. Bro, I'm talking about him stomping on the chest. 
he just got suspended for choking that boy out. See, damn. I see, I don't know about that. You didn't see the choke? No. Bro, he choked out the nigga who started the COVID uh, epidemic in the NBA. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Choked him smooth out. (laughs) And I'm talking about one of these. It was one of the things where, like, the team was kind of having a shoving match. Yeah. And, like, Draymond went over to break it up. But he, like, jumped in and put this nigga in a full-blown headlock and, like, drug him to the ground, choking him out. And he had, like, the biggest smile you ever seen in your life on his face while he was choking this nigga out. <laughs> I think I've seen that now. Then he had, like, a five-game suspension from that. But he came back, played a few games, and then he smacked the shit out this nigga. I think this nigga got a hit list, bro. I think this nigga got a list of names in his locker. <laughs> and he like, when I figure out how to get to these How to get to this nigga in the game without it just being a <laughs> flat out assault. I'm a kidding. <laughs> yeah, because he's been horse collaring motherfuckers from the front. Why are you going to dump? Bro, he been kicking niggas he in the nuts. He been pushing niggas, kicking niggas. He kicked the problem in the nuts. He may kick three, four niggas in the nuts. <laughs> I'm talking about wild bang kicks in the, just in the nuts. Ouch. Rochambeau. Yeah. <laughs> He gonna come back after whatever they make him do, and he is going to knee somebody in the face <laughs> in the middle of a attempted dunk or some shit. Why is Brandon Brody on here? Is that what it was? That's Brandon Brody. That is him. <laughs> he looks crazy. Why he look like that? That nigga always been ugly like that. <laughs> so he used to have a bunch of acne and shit, right? He still do. <laughs> My proactive name of that nigga. They put some powder on his face or something. Yeah, covered up his acne in the past. Why he looked like he's seven different colors. Yeah. His eyes is cocked and everything. Yeah. I think I think because he got his hair done, that's why he kinda looked different. That boy got a smidge of downs. <laughs> a sprinkle. A dollop. He got a dollop a dollop of daisy. He got a dollop a dollop of downs. <laughs> he gonna be on the Whitakers. <laughs> that's one of their kids. You got a dollar but downs. Um, <laughs> follow up. My uh, a national hero. Uh oh. Is not gonna have to do uh, jail time. Who? Reggie Wayne. I forgot what we, what happened. Well, I, I know you may. We don't quite know the man by his name, but he is a national hero. Reggie Wayne is the man wielding the chair at the brawl. The the, the boat, the Alabama brawler. That Reggie Wayne. That's Reggie Wayne. I'm thinking the coach player. You're thinking the coach player. That's right, the same the thing I said. This nigga when I read the article, I said, why Reggie Wayne go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> so his name, too, is Reggie Wayne. Stop saying. Nope. And I'm wrong. It's Reggie Ray. Oh. <laughs> Reggie Ray. That's a cool name. R.R. R. Reggie Ray, the man who used the folding chair as a weapon at the Montgomery Riverfront Brawl, avoids jail time Good. and is ordered to perform 50 hours of community service after pleading guilty to disorderly conduct. I'll take that. Uh, that's not that's fair. Yep. Reggie Ray, 43, was getting, he looked so much older than 43 in that video. I he thought did. that was a 60-some-odd-year-old man. I thought he was in his 70s. 
Reggie Ray 43 was given. That's why he's moving so fast. 90 days suspended <laughs> said that. He was, he was coming back with that motherfucker. He was given a 90 day suspended <laughs> sentence and will be forced to perform 50 hours community service and pay court costs $357. That sentence is well worth hitting them people with that chair. Hell yeah. Any day. If that's what I'm getting, I will beat you niggas with this chair again. <laughs> Have one in my trunk. <laughs> oh shit, Reggie popping the trunk. <laughs> Watch out, good Reggie. Everybody around this shit. You got that chair. Like you motherfucking, uh, uh, what's the dude? Remember, remember when white man can't jump? I'm going to go to the trunk and get my other gun. <laughs> I'm on my way to get my other chair, nigga. <laughs> uh, Omar. He, he, Omar. Rest in peace. He better start his own uh, martial arts classes with the chair. With the chair. <laughs> Hell yeah, wrestling. Like the way my was bringing that motherfucker yeah. back. Yeah, take me. He ain't playing no games. He has done this before. Yeah, he has. Probably he has, at, a, at a rap concert. Yeah, he has done this before. <laughs> um, Mark Zuckerberg knows something we don't know. Yeah, he about to get sued. No, 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 not him. He about to sue the lady. Black lady stole like I think it was like four point six million, maybe probably more than that. From Facebook, yeah. From Meta, yeah. He knows something we don't know because he is building a. Mark Zuckerberg is reportedly building in a uh, Hawaii compound. With plans for it with an escape hatch, blind doors, and underground bunker. Hmm. Sound like Bill Gates' house. Look, look at the look at the plans. Yeah, that's too much on top of me. Like a full blown fortress under the ground. I can see it. Everything hatch. else was like hollowed up above him, but I don't like that that big slab of. Just being up underground like that, I'm cool. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is reportedly building a sparring $100 million Hawaii compound complete with an underground bunker and its own food and energy sources in the bunker. Okay. Uh, the secret project suggesting social media, social, media, social media mogul is trying to conceal his doomsday preservations, preparations. I guess. I have everybody preparing for doom today. Because them rich motherfuckers know some shit we don't know. <laughs> they always do. That's why they're trying to go to fucking space. That's why he went to Hawaii to do it, though. Yeah. Because you got first you got to get a boat to get out there to him. Yeah. And then it's like you got to find which island he's on. And it is he's got an escape hatch. Yeah. So he's... That's probably the other side of the fucking island. Yeah. And he probably got linked up with a uh, uh, good old... What's the nigga name? Elon Musk. And got some tunnels. So he could drive his Tesla yeah. through them motherfuckers like in Vegas. Yeah. You seen that shit? Yeah. Is he, is he completed his shit? Some of them are. Okay. Man, that's like a whole other world up underground. Because I know they was uh, they was kind of getting on him because it's taking him longer to complete the shit than what he was supposed to yeah. do. Because he, he, that nigga got trillionaire ADHD. <laughs> He want to build a rocket. He want to build a rocket. He want to buy Under, Twitter. He want to build underground, underground tunnels. tunnels. He want to do this. He want to do that. He want to. They look cool though. I mean, I get it. He just don't. Um, 
be completing shit, man. The nigga, got, the nigga got a trillion there, ADHD, man. The nigga can't see. Good look at it. Because <laughs> he just blew that water rocket up. Bro, he got great ideas. Yeah. The money to execute them. But he doesn't have the patience to stick with something while it's playing out. True that. He's on to the next thing. Yeah, and the you next thing while the one still building. Yeah, <laughs> and then not showing it any attention, so then it starts falling to the wayside. Shit, how many rockets this nigga done blew up? Man, a bunch of them. How come these niggas can't make it to space, but NASA can make it to space? Well, NASA's been at it for a long time. Every time, though. And, well, not every time. Well, how many? I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about time. Elon and uh and and who was that to do this in the rockets? But the other niggas made it. Elon, the only one who should keep blowing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 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 my Jeff man, Bezos, Bezos made, made it. it? Okay, yeah. and uh, your man's made it too. Who? The Virgin Mobile nigga. The Virgin. Uh, I forgot all about him. Yeah, he made it first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bezos made it, and goddamn, every one of Eli's, Eli's like get up there, just boom. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's probably trying to control him via Bluetooth for some old weird shit, man. He ain't. <laughs> we lost contact. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, it's not a giant drone, Elon. Who pays for all that trash? <laughs> it just falls. Where does it go? Fall in the ocean. <laughs> it just falls in the ocean. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about it after it falls in the ocean. They say they do, but they don't. No, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, you know, Florida gets a lot of shit wrong, man. But they didn't. They remember they had they. They, they, they got something else right again. Uh, remember the last thing they got right was the um, you can get the death sentence if he's a pedophile. Yeah, remember? they gave the first dude that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I think it's if you do any type of sexual shit to somebody under the age of thirteen. I think so. You can get you can be you can get sentenced to death. Yeah, which good fucking job. Oh, very good. But job. um, got something else right. Next year, Florida will make it illegal for drivers to stay in the left lane driving under 65 miles per hour. Thank you. We need that everywhere. That's what I said. They got it right. They, we need that everywhere. Especially here. I don't usually, I don't usually be on the side of Florida getting shit right. They got it right. Man, that... And, all right, so these motherfuckers, man, like, you know, from going back up Michigan and shit so, so much here lately. Yes. These motherfuckers, boy, they don't understand. You run up on the back of them in the left hand lane, they just still sitting there like, what? What? Move, motherfucker. That's what. Get the fuck over. We held a truck up for about 20 minutes because this bitch held us up for about 20 minutes. He stayed in the left hand lane the whole time going, creeping past another truck. And the other truck was like deliberately slowing down. To let him get past him. Yeah. Get past him and get out the people. What? He's slowing down with the damn truck. So then when we get in front of him, my dude was like, hey. Fuck this. We got time today. Every time he motherfucker just hit the brake, he slow down. Yeah. He go over to the left lane. We go over there with him. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, let's fuck your day up. He's sitting there pointing at his camera. We like, fuck you. Yeah. Keep <laughs> that on camera. Care oh, fuck about that. But yeah, um, they need they need to do that. All around the fucking All country. around. I, well, I know they do it out on the West Coast because we was coming through Denver yeah. uh, from Vegas. And yeah, out there, they got cargo it hits. lanes. Yeah. They got... But it, they say it right there. Do not yeah. uh, left lane only for passing. Yeah. Do not stay in the left lane. You know what I mean? 
your bitch ass out of there by yeah, yeah. Get, get the fuck out of there. rock and roll and get out of the way. Boy, I can't stand that shit, man. I had to tell my cousin, when he first started driving, though, we was on our way to Terre Haute, and he kept driving in the left-hand lane. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what? I'm just driving. I said, nah, bro, there's certain rules to the road. Yeah, the left-hand lane is for niggas rocking and rolling yeah. and just passing. You need to get the fuck out. That's why people behind us blowing. <laughs> and they can just yeah. having a good time. Looking at them going past us on the right. Like, they look at the dick out there. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. You know what I'm saying? But shit, yeah. A lot of people need to learn. They need to teach that. Yeah. I think all these new immigrants and shit, too, they need to go to driver's ed. They need to do a lot. They need to go to driver's ed specifically. Because this is getting out of hand. Yeah, I told you. They be in John Walsh's parking lot teaching each other how to not drive properly. Whichever <laughs> 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 one started driving first, he over there teaching the other ones how to drive terribly to <laughs> I watched him the other day, dude. <laughs> you know how many people, when I leave from here or come here, I got to cut in front of? Yeah. It's pathetic, bro. Bro, this shit out here is rough. It is pathetic. It's, it's rough out here right now. <laughs> it's rough out here right now. It is. Um, <laughs> you hear that shit about uh, takeoff, the amigos, one of the amigos that got killed? Yeah, what about takeoff, though? Some young lady is accusing him of sexual assault before his death, and they're saying if it pans out, his mother is going to be liable for the financial what shit behind it because he didn't have children, so his mother is the heir of his, of his estate. Yeah. But still, though, how this bitch going to come out of whole, what is it, yeah. it's been over two years, ain't it? No, it's been a year. It's been a year. It's been yeah, a year. It, was a year. it was a year and a couple of days ago. Sexual assault lawsuit against takeoff continues. Excuse me. Mother faces possible liability. Takeoff's mother, Tatiana Davenport, has been listed as a defendant to replace the rapper in a sexual assault case from 2020. According to the report, a woman identified as Jane Doe filed a lawsuit in 2020 accusing the Migos rappers sexual assault, sexually assaulting her at a party in June on June 23rd, 2020. The plaintiff claimed takeoff pursued her despite rejection, entered the bathroom, and assaulted her. An attorney for the rapper denied allegations at the time and Oh, okay. So she tried to she she this happened when he was still alive. Right. The 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 plaintiff claimed the, an attorney for the rapper denied the allegations at the time, and the L.A. County District Attorney did not file charges due to weird play and insufficient evidence. However, last week, the woman's attorney made a civil suit, hmm. requested for Davenport, the estate administrator, to replace her late son in the sexual assault. As you know, Takeoff was tragically killed, blah, blah, blah. So basically, she tried it when he was still alive. They said, we don't believe you at all. Right. Nobody filed charges. And so now she's going the civil route and trying to get some money. Hmm. Okay. As long as it was before, yeah. 
I just thought, I'm just thinking like, damn, she took forever to do that. But I see what the process is now. So, yeah, I understand it. That's my ignorance. But, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy as fuck. Uh, Mark Punker. I got another round for care about it. So we can go to the one of our favorites. Well, no. Just because he's a fucking dickhead, we're going to talk about it. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> oh, and all that damn money. Huh? Yeah, pay all that damn money. Yeah, lost that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. $150 million. Oh, it's $150 million? Yeah. I thought it was 40 Rudy Giuliani Shit. ordered to pay nearly $150 million to two Georgia election workers for defamation and emotional distress. Yes, sir. Uh, after a four-day trial, Washington, a Washington, D.C. jury has ordered former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani to pay nearly $150 million to two Georgia election workers for harm caused by defamatory, uh, defamatory statements he made following the 2020 election. The allegations slammed, stemmed from former President Trump and Giuliani falsely accusing the women of pulling fraudulent ballots from his suitcase in Georgia. The allegations he made about the women led to threats, harassment, and professional consequences. Uh, Rudy Freeman was awarded Rudy Freeman was awarded $16 million for defamation and $20 million for emotional distress. Shea Moss was awarded $17 million for defamation and $20 million for emotional distress. That wasn't it. The jury also awarded both women $75 million in punitive damages. And how did he defame them? He said that they uh, fixed an election. Said they oh, okay. had fake ballots in a suitcase. For the Trump shit? Or some marriage shit? Some other shit. Okay. And, uh... Oh, pardon me. Giuliani was found liable this summer for defamation against Freeman and Moss after... <coughs> excuse me. After failing to respond to parts of their lawsuit, the mother and daughter claimed that they suffered emotional and restitutional harm as well as the sa- their safety was put in danger from all the threats from all the crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, of course. Because basically... Motherfuckers going crazy over marriage now. What happened was... That's what made me think about it. What happened was when Trump lost. Right. Rudy Giuliani just randomly blamed these two black women mm. for them losing. So all the trumpets and went to them was on their ass. Emails and Facebook. threats. Uh, 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 you know, threats of bodily harm. They lost jobs. They did a bunch oh, of... They lost jobs too? Yeah. 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 That's fucked up. And cause just because he randomly, they were so mad about Buddy losing, he just said, it must be them two. Because <laughs> they were in charge of something. But all they did was do their job. They counted ballots. They knew y'all they lost. I know what they did. They didn't bring no coke. They was the only ones that did contribute to the coke. You might be right. <laughs> He's like, get them two bitches out of here. You might be right. <laughs> you might be you could be correct. <laughs> That's Rudy Giuliani got there. You could be. You could be correct. <coughs> you could be correct. Yeah, they didn't contribute to the coke. 
That was my last current, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it's about to get crazy. Oh, uh, shit. I got the cocktail robbery. Oh, uh, shit, man. Uh, let me see if I can pull him on up. Yeah. Dude, I don't know what's that. Nope. All right. Yeah, Florida man breaks into apartment, steals ingredients to make screwdriver cocktail. A man who <laughs> a man who either hadn't stopped drinking or was looking to hit the bottle early was caught on camera sneaking into a Florida apartment and stealing the ingredients to make a morning screwdriver. <laughs> That shit was there. Yeah, the Polk County Sheriff's Department said the unidentified intruder entered a secondary door of an apartment around 5.30 a.m. Damn, he was starting early. He says 5 o'clock somewhere, huh? Yeah. He says on November 23rd, Thanksgiving morning, uh, surveillance footage shared by the department shows the, the booze thief wearing a maroon shirt and blue, and blue jeans quietly creak open the door and slip aside. Moments later, he emerges with a bottle of Apley, Florida's natural orange juice, about three quarters full, and a, and a handle of Sveka lemonade vodka in his arms. He closes the door. This is yeah. He closes the door gingerly behind him and looks around, stumbling on his feet at one point before stampering off. Uh, thoughtfully, he even turned the lights out before he left. He knew these oh. motherfuckers. Yeah. The total value of the theft was over $35, police said. The victim told investigators they hardly used the door the thief entered the apartment through and were not sure why it wasn't locked. Uh, the man also tried to open the door. He left that motherfucker open the last time he was at your house. Exactly. Uh, the man also tried to open the door to the apartment across the hallway, but it was locked and he left because he, you know, they, they check their doors before they leave. Uh, you know, the usual. Police are uh, asking if you could uh, call certain numbers so they, if you can identify the man and tell who he is. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? saying we ain't calling them numbers because we ain't snitching on nobody. My bad, y'all. Yeah, he knew who they was. That's what, that's what I'm coming down to. Yeah. He knew who the fuck they was. He knew who the people was. He said, I know exactly. Where some Zabeka is. Yep. I like that one little kid. Hey, I got you something. What you get? <laughs> bourbon. Bourbon. Where'd you, where'd you get bourbon? You said you like bourbon, don't you? <laughs> he said, oh, my. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't like that you did it, son, but I'm keeping it. <laughs> yeah, that little boy is funny. I got a whole bunch of reels. I'm keeping it, nigga. <laughs> Um, Florida man arrested. Schroeder. Huh? Oh, they're Schroeder. The, the, the piano pounding peanut. Oh. They don't know the, they don't know who the fuck Schroeder is. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Florida man arrested after he allegedly set one of his shoes on fire to stay warm and then drunkenly passed out, leaving the fire unattended. Set one of his funky shoes. Damn, he couldn't find no newspaper, no nothing. Michael Dublery, Dublery, 38, was arrested and charged with disorderly intoxication and residential and recreational fire after, after the incident that unfolded outside a real estate office. When officers arrived at the scene, 
they found her literally passed out in front of the building with the shoe fully engulfed in flames right in front of him. Damn. The fire, which was located less than five feet from the front of the entrance of the building, stinking it up. From the front of the entrance of the building was extinguished by officers lying next to Dudley where a few cans of alcoholic beverages and that, uh, one was empty, another half full, and the third one left unopened. His bond was set at $1,000. Damn. And they lit his shoe on fire. So cold. Like this, like this Nike on fire. He probably used it to heat up his crack spoon. I mean, yeah, his heroin spoon. His spoon. I said, a little, little, little heroin. Uh, that's terrible. A little heroin. That is funky ass shit. <laughs> uh, I got Uncle Puke. Oh, shit. Florida man pours eye drops on nephew's sandwich to make him puke his brains out. He'll do it. And that's also... A date rape drug. Yeah, so what the fuck was this uncle really trying to do? Mm-hmm. It's the Tampa, Florida. Uh, Pinellas, a Pinellas Park, Florida man was accused of putting eye drops in his nephew's sandwich in an attempt to make him sick. According to an arrest report from the uh, department, a witness reported a regular customer asking for a bottle of Visine eye drops while purchasing food at an unnamed business on Wednesday. It tasted bloop, bloop, bloop. Is that the witness told police that the customer later identified as James Leach, 45, said he was having issues with his nephew and that he hated him. Hate his guts, nigga. Uh, after, hand, after handing Leach the eye drops, the witness said he opened the, little, opened the bottle and proceeded to pour the eye drop solution all over the meatball sandwich. Jesus Christ. Uh, the witness stated that he could, the witness stated that he could hurt someone, and the defendant responded by saying, that it would only cause him... That can kill him. No, it would only cause him in, to shit himself and puke his brains out. He could damn near kill him. Yeah, it could make him retarded. Yeah. Uh, the police reviews... Because even if when they do the... Not, not that I know. But like, not like I know from my personal... I know from doing research on this podcast... When you do it as a day rate drug, you're only supposed to do like one, or, like when they do it in somebody's drink. Yeah, two, three drops. Yeah, three, three drops max. And then after and that, three drops pushing push, it. Yeah, you push. You uh, you gonna so fuck it's really up. like one to two. I know somebody that happened to. Um, so he poured it all over the meatball sub. He was trying to kill that man. Sure. Uh, he was it says, trying to take uh, his butt. Uh, the police re- reviewed security footage from the business that clearly showed Leach taking the bottle of eye solution and pouring it on the sandwich. Uh, police went to Leach's home after retrieving the address from the business records. Uh, Leach's nephew told police that he ate a small part of the sandwich and didn't know it may have didn't and didn't know it may have been tampered with. He refused medical treatment. Uh, the victim and defendant have a long history of domestic, <laughs> domestic related issues beefing. and several prior calls for, for service at this location. Damn, he'd been beefing. Uh, Leach was charged with poisoning food or water and was booked into Pinellas County Jail. His bond is 50000 God Goddamn, huh? You could just gave him a laxative. Goddamn, yeah. You wanted to shit and almost, you wanted to shit himself, give him a laxative, man. You had to put all that. And then you did it in front of the, the fucking, the fucking, uh, the department, like right in front of him. Yeah, right all over his sandwich. You ever accidentally got a hold of some laxatives? Not accidentally, no. Purposely, yeah. Um, 
I had a big issue back in the day with uh, I don't I don't know if it was the sauce or the uh, the butter sauce from Papa John's. Okay, the garlic, the garlic yeah. butter sauce. So every time I would eat it, and if I didn't, and if I like lay down, I would instantly throw up. Oh no! You know what I'm saying? I get up and have some reflux. Yeah. So my cousin gave me some laxatives. I didn't know they was laxatives. I thought they was just something to help your stomach. You know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, take a couple of these. And I took two of them. And he said, yeah, I'm talking about raw asshole. I had the downstairs bathroom personally to myself. Listen, man. <laughs> Remember back in our youth, <clears throat> they uh, had laxatives that looked like candy bars. Looked like chocolate. Yeah, chocolates. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the ones it was, but these was like an individual thing. Okay. My mom used to have a bar of that shit in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom. My little kid brain Candy in the didn't bathroom. see anything odd about a chocolate bar being in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom. You said chocolate in the bathroom. I just said, ooh, <laughs> chocolate in the bathroom. And that's what happened. How old was it? Chocolate in the bathroom. That's what that, that's the thing with this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> abundance of chocolate in the fucking bathroom. This shit on the walls. Shit I on was, the floor. I was <coughs> seven to ten. I was seven, eight, nine, or ten. Oh, okay. I was in so that. You definitely didn't know. No I was elementary school, and you was eating probably chips and shit. Man, bro, I'm talking about like snacks. Yeah. And other, oh, you had a full stomach, and you ate that. I ate that shit at like two in the morning. Like woke up, went to the bathroom, did some shit. You know, you just be nosy as a kid. Like, oh shit, chocolate. Ate that shit and laid down. <laughs> but but next thing I know, I woke up like, oh my god, I cannot hold this. <laughs> my mother, I remember my mom would wake me up for school. I wasn't in my bed, so she gets what the fuck. She, she see that bathroom door shut. Are you okay? No. <laughs> I'm in that motherfucker dying, nigga. My whole little insides is... It just coming out. I was, was shitting out remnants of breast milk from when I was an infant, nigga. <laughs> That's what it make you do. She was like, what is wrong? And I was like, I ate a chocolate bar that was in the... She said, oh my God. Like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Bro, I was fucked up when I was I like, when I was, nigga, when I was like three, I got a hold of a whole bottle of Flintstone vitamins, broke the top open with my toy hammer and ate them. Oh. And they had to take me to the doctor, they had to take me to the emergency room and pump my stomach. Yeah. Because you can. Oversaturation. Yeah. Your body ain't going to be able to break it out now. Yeah. I was, like, I was like three years old. I climbed up on the counter, <laughs> climbed up on top of the refrigerator, got them, took them so down, too. ducked off into a room, had my little Fisher Price hammer from my little kid tool set, beat that bitch to that top, came off that motherfucker, and ate that whole bottle. <laughs> like it was candy. Mm-hmm. That's what they tasted like, especially the grape ones. Delicious. The purple ones was my yeah, favorite. Yeah, fire. It was mine too. Boy. I just, well, I just, but that's yeah. the only vitamin I would ask for. Me another Flintstone. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> my poor mama. <laughs> my poor mama. I think like I think like a year and a half after that shitting on my shitting everywhere incident, yeah. at like three in the morning, I was in the kitchen 
trying to cut an apple with a remember the Gensel knives? Yeah. Cut my finger off. Shit. And that motherfucker, you said line? Yeah. Cut this whole motherfucker off, nigga. Yeah, to throw that bitch on the ice, they had to sew it back on. I ain't got no feeling, I ain't got no feeling in that bitch. Now I don't feel none of that. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I was a fucking, I was, it was retarded. And I cut this thumb off. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, so this finger and this thumb, nigga, just a, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that fucked up. This whole left hand just been reattached. Been brent through war. Yeah. <laughs> you get you some stem cells. Yeah, I need them. <laughs> I need them. That's crazy. I think that was it for Florida, man, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm you got two. You got melanated? No, I don't. I got two, so I got us. All right. First one goes out to uh, 50 Cent. 50 for, Cent? For um, something that's going to bring a lot of wealth to him and business to Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh, I heard of that. Is the new movie studio. Uh-huh. 50 Cent has, he acquires 70,000 square foot studio for G-Unit Films and Television in Shreveport, Louisiana. He worked out a deal and got it for, I watched the thing, he got it for 24, It's because you know it's state property, so he couldn't buy it. Right. But he's got a 30 year lease mm. for Twenty four hundred a month. Not it's not bad at all, but the reason is the facility needs a lot of work, uh, and he and it was a facility that the state didn't want to let die because it's you know it's, it's historic, and he they gave him that for so low because he's going to take on the task of. Recreate. I mean, not building, building everything, renovations and shit. Renovations. But if he's only leasing it, why would you? Well, he's leasing for thirty years. Yeah, I know, but I, I mean, yeah. And then you know, shit like well, you know, what shit like that, like certain things you just can't buy. Yeah. And so shit like that, they'll just redo the lease again for another. All right. As long, yeah. as, that's, as, long as that's cool. Yeah, like certain things you just can't buy. Certain shit the, the state owns, and nigga, that's what it is. But uh. 50 Cent is bringing his media company to the boot and a favorable deal from the city that will lease the space to G-Unit Films and Television LLC for 30 years at 2400 oh, $2,400 a year. Hmm. A year? A year. They only went from a month to a year. Not bad. Well, then, right, a year. well, then that's cool. Yeah. With the option for an additional 15 years when the 30 years expires. Oh, so then he gets half, half to stay. Huh? Then he gets half. So you got 30 years first, and then after that 30 years, he gets another 15. He get an optional extension of 15 right. years, and then up for more negotiation after that. Okay. Uh, the, expect, the expected renovations to this place uh, will be somewhere right around couple million dollars and it will and, and they expect the city expects this will help revitalize the industry in the city and provide a lot of jobs and yeah. 
That's what's up. So, not only is he making a big move on his own studio, he's going to help a lot of people out. But he's going to help a lot of people out in a town. 50 has really branched out and got out of New York and has been. You know, Needed to. Houston just gave him a key to the city. Yeah, I remember that. Because all that shit he's doing with the. Uh, with the. The niggas that's coming off in the penitentiary. Penitentiary, giving them a second chance. Yeah, because he got some shit going on here like that. Mm-hmm. He was up in the jail. So ain't, that, ain't that him and. Um, I don't know. Is that Meek Mill? Meek Mill and Jay Z do the. Uh, the. Um, they're working to redo the laws. Oh, okay. 50 is doing the um, re-entry shit. Okay. When you get out of jail, getting you situated to be back in... Back acclimated to the time. Yeah. And, you know, like you know that's why he be so and shit. Between the shit at the prisons he got going on here and uh, his liquor being the official liquor for the Pacers. Mm. That's why he be here so much. I was wondering, man. Yeah. Like when him and Will Ferrell came yeah. last year. His, yeah, 50's... His liquor, uh, champagne, I think it is, is the official liquor of the Pacers. And then he's got those programs going on, like, for the penitentiary surrounding this motherfucker. Mm. So he's had, like, I think he got a crib here. He probably do. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I would. Because he's here, here, like, a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I would have a crib here, though. Yeah. Like, somewhere obscure. Yeah. You don't know nothing about it, just me and my homies. Shit. Because yeah, he's Why here not? a lot between the shit at the, the penitentiaries and the shit with the Pacers. He's here a lot. But yeah. Shout out yeah. man. Big shout out. He figured out his money goes a lot further than a lot of other places if you get the fuck out of New York. Yeah, yeah. Smart move. And with all his endeavors into television and film, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. All them shows and shit he got. If you can start recording that shit at your own studio, nigga, you know how much. Well, you about to say he following Vin Diesel's uh, footsteps and Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah. Niggas is figuring it out. Niggas is should have never gave you niggas money. Niggas, <laughs> and, niggas, then finally start making enough coins to start getting to the other end of the business. Uh, Instead of just being work for hire, niggas is on this shit. Well, time is changing too, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Niggas and It's about time. Yeah, at yeah. Least we, at least we get to see it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least we get to see if it. If you imagine, like, we seeing shit like this right now in our lifetime, imagine what, like, our kids will see. I know. When they are age, like, they want to see. You know, I think about that the other day. As a matter of fact, I think about that today too. So we'll probably be. Senior citizens, by the time flying cars become like a, a thing. thing, thing, yeah, like they're starting to be a thing now. But yeah, they're they're making them, yeah. And you can get one, you can pre-order one, but, but like now like a thing, yeah, they're gonna be a thing, and we're gonna be talking about like motherfuckers go how we talk about people can't drive. Get your nine flying ass out yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> oh motherfucker, get on like, the ground. The shit, <laughs> the shit we driving right now is gonna be like. Like I was on Demolition Man. Yeah. Like this, right. this is a This is a gas cover one on one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the engine? Oh, where's the battery? That yeah. little bitty battery? That little bitty battery. <laughs> what is that gonna do? 
my second one, man, goes to Ludacris. Luda. And his, more importantly, Ludacris' daughter. Uh, it's, it's on Netflix, but get ready for a musical journey. Ludacris is, is bringing yeah, I saw that. Karma's World, an animated series inspired by his daughter's by his daughter to Netflix. Follow 10-year-old Karma Grant an inspiring quest to make a difference through music. Da, 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 da. But him and his daughter are uh, co-writers on it. Okay. And that's just dope. To, that's real dope. To be having some shit your daughter doing on fucking Netflix. Not all the time, man. She provides for herself, too. That's where uh, nepotism really works out. That's where they need to start using more of that shit, too. Yeah. Instead of just being a fucking dickhead, a rich fucking dick, just do some shit to be, like... Yeah, it's not creative. Yeah. I these motherfuckers ain't creative, like, steal shit. Yeah. But that was it for my melody, man. Just them two real quick. All right. Roll on into these weekly Cornhusk Carriers. I mean, you said you, said you got two? I just got one. You got one, I got two. I go in the middle. I got uh, racial pushes. Uh, a woman hurls racial slurs at neighbor and pushes present pregnant woman in stomach. Jesus Christ. A Utah woman has been caught on video racially harassing her neighbors on multiple occasions. Uh, the woman identified as Catherine Smith, almost care, can be seen hurling profanities at a pregnant Midville resident telling her that she shouldn't be a mother before pushing her in the stomach. Uh, Smith was ultimately charged with misdemeanor assault. Smith responded by yelling and screaming at huh, at the resident and coming very close to the resident's house, resident's face while doing so. Uh, Smith then forcibly poked the resident's pregnant stomach before pushing her with both hands in the stomach. This was observed by several neighbors. Jesus Christ. She's also been accused of ripping ripping up the family's garden at their home. She was charged with property wow. damage earlier this year. Uh, according to the family attorney, attorney, Tyler Ayers, these are just a few of several instances of harassment. Video provided by the attorney shows Smith hurling racial slurs at the family, including their children. Uh, the incidents occurred as Smith drove by their home and, pat, and walked past their residence with her dog. Uh... She has no re- she has no reservation about using the N word. Harris said she has no reservation about using them at children, not even just in front of children, but directly at them. Fucking kids. <laughs> in a statement, the Unified Police Department of Greater Salt Lake said that they are actively investigating the harassment. Um, they're investigating the incidents in Midville involving a person identified by various media outlets as making harassment, harassing and racist statements to neighbors. Uh, this harassment is being investigated in addition to law enforcement solutions. Uh, and the precinct is working with other social service providers to bring along, to bring a long-term solution for any individuals involved in the community. Mm. So that, that's racial pushes. Raggedy bitch. Real raggedy. Former mayor Uh-oh. gets prison time after shooting at Pokemon Go players. The fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah. That's still a thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I think this happened 
No, when it was a thing, but she just got sentenced. Damn. Yeah. Uh, former Pennsylvania mayor received prison time after shooting at Pokemon Go players. Ida Reams was sentenced Monday, December 11th, to one year in jail plus 18 months probation and a plea deal to her March, oh, this just happened, March 2022 outbursts against two people playing Pokemon Go. Clearfield County District Ryan uh, the, 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 whatever <laughs> the prosecutor Ryan uh, Sayers confirmed in the original in the original criminal complaint police listened to a 911 call and said that Reigns audibly told the duo to get out right now and that she would fucking kill them. <laughs> Police said they also heard the two gunshots and the call disconnected. Damn. At just about the same time as Remus' call, the police re- received a transfer from Clearwater County 911 from one of the two Pokemon Go players. The man said he and his friend were playing Pokemon Go when Reams came out noticeably intoxicated it started yelling at them and then fired shots. The police showed up. They said that the <laughs> Pokemon Go players were not on uh, private property. They were on the sidewalk. They were yeah. They were just out <laughs> doing what they were doing. Doing what they were doing. The neighborhood. Well, they got them business. Were they black? No. Oh. Oh. She just, just loaded. She was just <laughs> drunk. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> And shot at them niggas. Damn. And she is a former mayor. She wasn't the current mayor with this habit, but she was the former mayor. Shit. At that particular time. That's crazy. And she ended up getting a little over a year in prison and almost two years of probation behind it. Because she didn't hit him. They just shot at him. Yeah. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sir Finkel. She should have got sued, too. Oh, that's next. Oh, it is? Yeah, that, you know, that's that's the way it goes. Oh, she gets the sentencing first. You, you do the... You do the criminal first. Yeah. And then, regardless of the outcome, you can still do civil. Okay. But if the criminal is in your favor, civil's almost guaranteed. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure them dudes need some type of uh, counseling. Civil's almost guaranteed if criminal worked out in your favor. Okay. Now, if criminal didn't work out in your favor, yeah. it's like she would take off. She made that accusation. Accusation. They, they, the police did their due diligence. The prosecutor said, absolutely the fuck not. Right. So now she's trying civil. And with that being said, like all that shit they didn't find in criminal mm. can be used in civil to say, bitch, you's a liar. Ah. But if you get found guilty in criminal, Civil's almost a lock. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't work like that. Like like if you take OJ into account, OJ was found not guilty for murdering the people. Right. But he was found guilty in civil and old uh Ron the the the, 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 the those two families millions and millions of dollars. Because somehow they managed to find him guilty liable for civil repercussions, but Criminal, no. 
So he didn't go to the penitentiary, but he ended up owing millions of dollars to so family. people. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I got to drive to jail. Okay. Uh, Florida man drives himself to jail after oh, killing. You say he was making a fecal. Yeah. After killing newlyweds outside their home. Whoa. Uh, deputies Whoa. say anger took over. Now I didn't get the. This, this was fucking long, but I thought it was interesting. Okay. But so I didn't get everything. Everything y'all gonna have to do your homework if y'all really want to find out. Uh, it says uh, this happened in Palm Beach County, Florida. Florida man drove himself to jail, turned himself in after he allegedly shot and killed a newlywed couple outside their home over the weekend. Sony Jehoshaphat was arrested. That's his real last name. Yeah, he deserves to go to jail. Yeah, Sony Jehoshaphat. Whole family should be extinct. <laughs> Jehoshaphat? No, Joseph. Jehoshaphat. They named it the whole Josephat. Josephat. Not Jehoshaphat. Josephat. Close enough. Close enough. That's why I said it like that. Close enough. Uh, he was arrested and charged with two counts of first degree premeditated murder with a firearm after the incident that unfolded Sunday. No, Saturday. So Saturday morning, Joseph Fat's daughter called 911 to report that her father had shot two people. Uh, when deputies arrived, they found a man and a woman suffering from multiple shotgun wounds on the sidewalk outside the front door. Now, deputy established the crime scene and asked anyone inside the home to exit. They conducted interviews with those who lived inside the home, whose identities were not disclosed. Uh, it is brought to light that the man and the woman that he allegedly shot and killed recently got married. It was also revealed that he used to live at the home where the incident happened, but hasn't for over a year. Oh, He still shows up from time to time, however, and reportedly... Has a history of being controlling and asking probative questions about the woman who lives there. Uh, Marcy. Is he an ex? I don't know. No, it don't say nothing like that. It just sounds like somebody who just lived there. It says Marcy's laws in play. I don't remember what that is. Meaning, police haven't released the victim's name to the public. The affidavit, all the affidavit, although redacted, said that Josephat and the woman inside the home had a history that culminated. With an event on October 5th, 2023. On that day, Palm Beach County Court records showed just the fast divorce case was closed. Yep. That woman was also remarried recently. Just fat had plans that morning to take his daughter to breakfast. He told deputies in a mo in a post Miranda interview, uh when he arrived at the home in question, he said he saw someone installing a surveillance camera by the front door, and anger took over. It remains unclear if the daughter, daughter lived at the house where the incident happened. That nigga went to get his baby, saw his wife's, his ex-wife's new husband, lost his shit, and smoked everybody. Is that just a fact? Approached, and took to jail. Is as he approached the home, he told deputies he put his loaded 17-round pistol magazine to his Glock 17 and chambered a bullet. At that time, a woman was getting groceries from the trunk of her car and bringing them inside. He reportedly asked her a question that went unanswered as she continued to walk toward her front door with groceries. Just fat. Uh, he said good morning to them, and they replied good morning back. That's when he allegedly pulled out a pistol and shot them. After they were both shot, he allegedly continued to shoot multiple times. Just fat told deputies he shot one of them in the upper torso and the head 
Well, he shot the other multiple times, according to the deputy. Shot that girl multiple times. Uh, he said his daughter witnessed the entire shooting. Yep. He then fled the scene and called his pastor, telling him he shot and killed the couple. He then drove himself to the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Headquarters, entered the main detention center courthouse, and surrendered to deputies. He reportedly told deputies that he had just killed two people. Deputies detained him and secured his car where the murder weapon was found. As asked for the events leading up to the alleged shooting, Justin Fat also said the woman was disrespecting him and blocked his phone calls. Because we done, nigga. He also found something out about her that filled him with anger and he hasn't been able to sleep. She was fucking that nigga before they got divorced. Uh, he said, uh, she was said, fucking that nigga while they were still married. He knew he knew what he did was wrong. Okay, he just added that he knew what he did was wrong and was has never done anything like this, adding that the couple was not armed during the shooting. Uh he remains at the Palm Beach County main detention center without bond. But there was like so much more to it. They got to explain all type of other shit and I was just like, I ain't going through all that, but this is interesting. They explain it without explaining it. Yeah. They they going around the details without giving the details. Yes, sir. That nigga showed up to get his daughter. Realized his ex-wife done married a new nigga. He was out there putting up the camera to he, see his crazy ass coming he over. figured out that she was fucking that nigga while they was still married. That's the nigga she was, who dick she was sitting on. Or something. That was still his wife, both. And he was kissing she her. She was, yeah. Dead dick, bro. <laughs> he said, how to taste this man dick. Salty balls. It's three degrees of separation. <laughs> you gotta die. <laughs> three degrees. <laughs> Not six. No. Three. three. <laughs> <laughs> he gotta die. He gotta die. <laughs> he got to die. Uh, hell yeah. Well, oh, oh, before we go. I was supposed to have a RIP earlier in the show and I forgot. Uh Man, yesterday, I was on just in my bed, chilling, relaxing. I was on Facebook, and I was doing shit. And I got a homeboy named Sean Chaney, who I used to work at Fastenal with. We worked together for a few years, and ended up being like a real good friend throughout the years. Because, you know, I think I quit Fastenal in 2010. 10. Uh, somewhere around there. I got to excuse me. I got to get this. I can't keep sucking it up. Our fans are like 2010. And, um, he's a real good nigga. And, uh, we was good, like, good friends and, and also, like, Facebook friends for years. Right. And he would also, he was always, the nigga was hilarious. So he'd always comment hilarious shit on posts. And I was sitting there yesterday doing my thing. You know, he used to be thinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, my nigga Sean ain't said nothing funny in a while. Wow. And I went to his page, and it was turned into a memorial remo- memorial remembering Sean Chaney. My nigga died like three months ago. Damn. And I didn't, I had no idea, which I wouldn't know because we didn't have a bunch of friends in common. We only had three friends in common on Facebook. Right. And we. Like yeah, I you got the thousands his, of people, so you yeah, really I didn't know his people. Yeah. Like, it's just my guy from work, and it, like outside of work too. But but he he passed. I don't know how he passed. Just, just a really good dude, man. So 
Rest in peace, Sean Chandler. Yeah, rest man. in peace. I don't know how you passed. I hope it was uh, peacefully, and he was always a really solid guy to me, my man. So, uh, you know, you will be missed. Understood, my nigga. You will be missed, man. Rest in peace. That kind of kind of hurt my spirits yesterday when I found that shit out. Yeah, I understand, man. I totally understand. Man, rest in peace, Sean Chaney, man. Real good nigga. Real good nigga. Really good dude. Big old nigga drove Cadillacs, man. Really good okay. nigga, man. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. One of them niggas that you was like, when you got around him, you was going to laugh. I was like, and, 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 you know, when you work somewhere you don't want to work, that you kind of gravitate to those yeah. type of people, man. Cause, they make you feel better about being there. Yeah, and, and when he got there, I trained him. Uh-huh. So, like, just day got one, the- yeah, man, fucking hilarious. That is uh my the second nigga that from that job that passed just my nigga Dex. He used to uh work during the summers. He was a college student. He was a young man, younger, young, young. And just his sister hit me one day like he died. And I never really got no answers about it. That's some brain aneurysm shit. But yeah, so I have no clue, man. Rest in peace, Dex too. Uh Dex Dexter Massey. Rest in peace to you too, man. It was a few years back, but you you will you won't ever be forgotten either. But rest in peace, Sean Chaney, man. That's that my that's my guy, man. You will be missed, bro. Hell uh, yeah! I thought she was about to be the girl frozen. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, man, the liquor's gone. The topics is over. And, uh, chocolate in the bathroom. Chocolate in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> One thirty-two. One thirty-two. <laughs> two is what it is. Shit. One thirty-two or two. Hey, y'all like, subscribe, hit that notification, talk all that good us, shit. We talk back. Yeah, we'll be talking back. Uh, got to be starting something. I think this is his name. Yeah, I see you got to talk to him. Yeah, you got to talk about Skeeter Jean. I was like, oh yeah, you know about Skeeter Jean? Yeah. Shit, I seen that episode. Shit, yeah, that dude's scared, boy. We appreciate all the interactions. I've seen them YouTube views go up too. Yeah, yeah I appreciate y'all. I appreciate that 100%. Yeah, really appreciate y'all. Just get us up to some more subscribers and we'll be all right. So yeah. we can start going live in this yeah. motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But shit, we out this bitch. Y'all be safe. Be safe. Yes, yes. Stay black. <laughs> Stay black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>